Welkom bij de Remember the Light podcast. Mijn naam is Sherelle en in deze podcast duik ik in de verhalen van healers, starseeds, medicijnvrouwen en andere lichtwerkers die hun inner medicine inzetten voor deze aarde. Wil je deze aflevering met beeld bekijken? Dat kan op mijn IGTV via sharelle.light op Instagram en Sherelle schrijf je met ch. Heb je na het luisteren van deze aflevering zoiets van... hé, hey, ik wil mijn inner medicine ook ontdekken... met de wereld delen en er mijn inkomen mee verdienen? Dan is mijn medicine mentorship misschien iets voor je. Op mijn website www.rememberthelight.com... kun je een gratis lightworking session met mij boeken. En dan kijken we samen even of het medicine mentorship bij jou past of niet. Dat is rememberthelight.com Hi, Hela. Hi, Sherelle. Hi, so good to be talking to you. How are you? I'm doing really well. It's great to see you again. And um, thanks for bringing me on your podcast today. Yeah, super fun. Because when we, we last saw each other, I think almost a year ago, when we were doing the Yes Supply training in Canada. And because uh, that's where we met. And I think so much has happened uh, since then. It absolutely has. I think that was kind of a, a kicking off point for my journey into personal development and so much has changed ever since. So I'm excited to share some of that with you. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear all about it. So maybe, yeah, just tell us who you are, what you do and how you got into doing that. Yeah, so um, my name is Hela. <laughs> I am I want to call myself like a self-leadership coach mm-hmm. and um, really focusing on an integration between personal development and social justice. That's kind of where my work has evolved at this point. And it's it's taken me a little bit to get there, actually, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, right now I'm I'm working on launching a new program that that really brings that forward um, and dives in. It's it's going to be a membership site. So awesome. I'm kind of shifting. I'm shifting my business model from you know courses and um, one-on-one clients to a big membership platform that's accessible and can reach the people who need it and mm-hmm. um, will also be <clears throat> very. I already use the word accessible, but um, easily followable so you know you can work on it with a little bit of time here and there versus feeling like you really need to be ingrained in a program right right yeah i love that idea i i think that memberships really are like the new business model for people i I see a lot of them popping up and i really like joining them because they're often like lower priced and you can like unsubscribe whenever you like and just hang in there for as long as it resonates and drop out when you feel like, okay, I'm complete. It's enough. I learned what I went out to learn and now I'm ready for something new. So I really, I really like that idea. And but what I find so interesting about your work is the, how you combine or, or like interlace it with social justice. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually started my, my background is in sociology. So in college, I studied sociology and philosophy. So if you read some of my writings, you'll kind of get a sense that I have this academic background or that um, I really 
look into all the possibilities of what could be happening underneath the surface. And when I got into personal development, I felt like I had to kind of reject that background of seeing the world as a place where there's actual oppression, there's actual harm being done between people interpersonally in order to feel empowered. You know, I think part of the personal development and healing and spirituality can tend to ignore that reality that that there is oppression in this world, that there is immense poverty, that there is social inequality, and um, opt just to see the self as this form or this, this locus of control, when really that's not the full picture. And so my approach really integrates those of saying, you know, we are in control and we need to take in consideration that there are ways that other people transgress our boundaries. There are ways that systems are set up so that certain people, particularly people of color, uh, people living in poverty, uh, women identified or trans or um, LGBTQ, these folks are not actually receiving the same access to easily empower themselves. And we need to understand this in our work. so that's, that's kind of how I've integrated that. But at first it was really tough for me because I felt like I had to choose one or the other where I had to choose either fighting for social justice or going on this personal journey and doing personal development work for the individual. And um, just in the past few months, really, I've, I've allowed myself to say, you know, actually, we can do both and we can do better, right? And yeah. it's taken like a global crisis and it's taken um, massive, like a resurgence of this awareness about racial injustice uh, to really bring that back for me. And, and so it's, it's lit this new fire in me, which feels really good. Yeah, and it's really like your unique path, you know, it's not like you have to choose the one or the other. I think this is just like integrating all that you you are about and therefore attracting people that are attracting to what you are sharing, to your energy, to your unique um, skill set, gifts, uh, point of view. So I think this is wonderful that you decided you didn't have to choose, but just went for, for both of it and went to discover how you could interlace it but i'm curious did you ever um, experience this injustice yourself in regards to the personal development uh, world and spiritual bypassing oh um absolutely i mean i personally engaged in that level of bypassing that um i think because that conversation has you know kind of been brought back up recently because mm-hmm. um i'm sure you, you've probably seen it around racial justice especially, there was a lot of bypassing that was happening when people were talking about the protests, talking about privilege. Mm -hmm. And personally, when I experienced it, it was around the time that I really just started my journey. So it was maybe May of last year, and I had just gone through my own personal trauma. So really quick story of that was that I was, I was married for only four months to someone who was emotionally and um, psychologically abusive. Um, And I, in order to just keep going with my life, I had to say, you know what, I forgive this guy completely and it's okay. 
excuse me, there's a dog barking. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, and um, I had to kind of pretend that it was, it was all right and that it was also my fault. So I took a lot of personal responsibility, which is something that the personal development world teaches you to do. Say, you know, I create my every reality, right? I, I ch everything I do is, part, is because my subconscious mind hasn't healed something. So everything right. that happens to me is because um, I need to fix something within myself. Even though if we actually understand how abuse and trauma works, you understand that there is agency being taken away from you. There's someone choosing to overstep your boundaries. There's someone choosing to be manipulative and oppressive and hurtful. But I felt like I couldn't integrate those two at the time in order to have a positive mindset. Mm. And so I went in this direction of, you know, I chose this and I should just take it in and, um, you know, do the thing that I need to do in order for this to never happen again. So I blamed myself. And that's what bypassing can do yeah. if you have been a victim of some sort of oppression. So it happens on both sides where if you've been a victim of oppression, you take it in and you blame yourself. And then if you are a perpetrator, then you blame the victim. And that's what do when we're doing it when working about systemic injustice we're, all, we're also not um recognizing the way that this is it goes just it goes beyond just the individual and your unique experience where this is actually a larger issue affecting what is it one in four women are experiencing some form of relationship abuse and for the personal development world to say hey you just have to heal something you just have to work on your subconscious mind is inaccurate yeah. and can cause more harm, even though it feels good in the moment. It feels good to say, you know what? I'm in control. Yeah. But yeah. after a little bit, you kind of start to be like, hey, hold on. That's not right. Like, can I like not take on this responsibility right now? And, and can I actually be angry that yeah. there's the bigger thing happening? versus being okay with it yeah right yeah. and i think there's also this piece about self-love around it instead of like continue to blame yourself for what happened and see i'm doing it again and it's happening again mm -hmm. and really finding that 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 love and peace within yourself absolutely and i i think you're not going to find that peace by choosing to believe that it's it's all you right right and, and to to kind of let that go and say, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's out of my control and I'm okay with that. There are a lot yeah. of things that happen that I couldn't have fixed and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. It's like holding, holding several truths at once. So initially the, the fact that you realized that you were in control got you out of the marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then after you still felt that you needed, that you had to blame yourself instead of, um, seeing that it wasn't all your fault and then you had to make that switch and how did did how did you get out of that mindset of blaming yourself um kind of what i just mentioned i had to i had to understand that two things could exist at once without right. being um without canceling each other out so mm. allowing several truths at once where 
I understand that I am responsible for myself and my reality in many ways. And at the same time to know that an injustice occurred that I didn't choose. Right. I didn't choose this personally. And um, instead of wanting to go fully in this direction of it's okay that it happened, of saying, you know, I'm at peace now with it. You know, I've, I've, I've done my work that I can around this. Yeah, and, yeah. and this was never okay. So it's, yeah. it's this, this and statement versus it's all good or I will be upset forever. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. just kind of allowing that middle ground. And I, I think for a lot of people who have gone through some sort of trauma, if we can accept both of the realities of, you know, I'm healing now and I'm in control now. And there was this thing that happened there was this horrible injustice and I'm also allowed to be upset about that. I'm allowed to never accept it because why should we have to ever accept something so terrible in our lives? Right. Yeah. That would be like bypassing literally. Actual bypassing. Yeah. Actual (laughs) bypassing. And so is this also where sovereignty ties in uh, for you to be able to hold those, both of those truths? Absolutely. Because, um, our individual sovereignty isn't about saying that we are immune to other people, right? It's Mm -hmm. about saying that we understand where our source of power is. And we also understand that there are ways that using power, we can take away other people's sovereignty. We can enforce our sovereignty on their sovereignty, um, our power on their power and take that away. And so really, really embracing our own sovereignty means also not imposing ourselves on others and understanding the ways that others might impose it upon us. Yeah, definitely. And the way I see it too, is like what you just said that we are not immune to other people. Mm -hmm. It's also like, I don't really like this concept of having to protect your own energy. I really think it's like knowing where your energy is and taking ownership of that, but letting it all through and feeling it through and seeing how others' energy might influence yours and then taking ownership of, okay, I don't want that. I'm stepping away now instead of like creating this entire wall around yourself. Absolutely. Sorry, you you cut out for one moment, but... (laughs) I, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Um, yeah, I I think I understood what you were saying Mm -hmm. there. Um, and actually what, yeah, this, this idea of protecting our energy, I think would imply almost that, that we are not in control of our own energy. Exactly. And that other people have this influence. And, um, one of the ways I actually see this playing out that, I've been really thinking about a lot recently is is kind of in the sexual empowerment sphere um, where you probably have heard this one before where people say if you have um, been with a partner their energy stays in your body especially for women their energy stays in your body for six months and this one really rubs me the wrong way I've even heard it being seven years seven years seven years yeah wow i've heard six months and even that one i'm like "Eh." Mm. it implies that that you're not in control of your energy and that you can let an energy 
stay inside of your body. Um, and then this, this idea of having to cleanse yeah. and purify all the time as if you are, again, not your own sovereign being with agency around what energies you take in and what energies you release. Right. But then I also think that there is this piece that you need to be able to know your own sovereignty um, to, and, but, and if you are in your sovereignty, the cleansing isn't always necessary, but mm -hmm. if you're not aware of it, I think there is, there is still this risk of energies getting intertwined. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's that balance. It's never like, oh, nothing affects you. Right. Cause right. we are, we yeah. are so interconnected and, yeah. um, it's, it's that, it's that middle ground of understanding, yes, I am my own person and we are this interconnected mesh network of, of humans and energies and we absolutely impact one another. Um, yeah. And, and to be the one deciding and distinguishing between what's yours to carry and what isn't. And that's all a sovereign choice, I believe. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, Heard someone once say to me that when someone comes to you, like with with an issue, with problems, maybe just a client that wants your help and is your coachy, um, that you are on the boat and they are in the water and they want your help. You can coach them onto the boat, but you're not like jumping into the water after them to get them out because then you're both in the water. So I think that really is such a beautiful metaphor of the sovereignty part, like you're on the boat and that's where you are and people can come to you. You can help them come to you, but you're not going to fetch them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. No need to sacrifice the self. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So I'm quickly uh, looking at my notes here. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're working on an offering that's called from web. Oh no, you're, you already have this offering from weaponized to mobilized. Can you talk a little bit about, cause it's really about this, uh, what we just talked about, about the social, social justice part. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I created a masterclass, gosh, what was it? A month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was specifically about how, some of these spiritual or personal development phrases or concepts can actually be very damaging where we can yeah, take yeah. our um, spirituality and our empowerment narratives and language and use them to be particularly harmful. Yeah. And it, it's this especially insidious process where it looks like empowerment, but it's actually disempowerment. Mm -hmm. So I created this masterclass that really broke down, um, well, it kind of, again, it was, it was that first piece of integration of justice and spirituality where we talked about power, privilege, and oppression, and some of these mechanisms of oppression that are playing out in our real world right now of little microaggressions and um, victim blaming and, you know, denial of someone's and all of these are used in conversations and how they're actually being used in the spiritual world and how can we actually integrate a um, justice-based understanding into some of these actually could be helpful spiritual 
personal development phrases. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think the one that you asked me about, which I mentioned already, um, is there's this phrase, here's an example of what we kind of looked at was, mm -hmm. you know, you manifest your reality. Mm -hmm. And the weaponized version of this, which can be used to blame people for their circumstances that are actually due to a larger systemic issue. Uh, the weaponized version of this really means that anything bad that happens to you is your fault, right? So if you're experiencing poverty, if you're experiencing racial discrimination, that's on you. You manifested that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of that belief, like that's the belief I was taking when I first got into personal development was hearing all of this manifestation right. talk was you manifest everything in your life. And that can be very victim blaming yeah. for people who are experiencing oppression, who have experienced trauma. And I feel like we don't need to do away with this statement because it can mean something very empowering. So the um, mobilized version that is going to actually help you and help the rest of the world um, move forward with actual action, actual impactful action in our lives without going into the spiral of victim blaming ourselves or other people yeah. is um, you, let's see, what was my exact phrasing? You manifest the reality that is aligned with your choices or your unique um, desires. You know, it's, it's, it's what you choose. So you manifest the reality that you choose. And there's a lot of things that happen to us that we don't choose. And I don't believe yeah. that we actually manifest this. Wow, um, yeah, that's so just beautifully said, yeah. Yeah, so just distinguishing a little more, uh, being a little more critical with the way that we speak is, is really the point of that, um, that masterclass. And I, I feel like there's, another another piece that could come out of this because there's there's so many ways that our spirituality can get weaponized against yeah. uh, against us and can be more oppressive than it is liberating and people can still catch the replay of this masterclass, right it's uh, the link to that is on your in your bio on instagram yes it is um and it's on a donation basis so you yeah. can actually grab it for free and if you feel called to give there's several different options um to receive it but it was it was an amazing discussion i had um it was a small group and we had this really great um discussion and contribution from from those involved and awesome. i'd like to offer another one of these possibly on another topic yeah, that, that would be wonderful. I really feel that this is so aligned with your energy and what you're here to share. It's so, so beautiful. And I know you're working on something new, which is called Inclusive Truth. And would you like to share a little bit about that? Mm, yeah, so I, um, that would be the membership. Um, that is the membership. All. Right. Yeah. So um, I think I've decided on the name Sovereign Leadership Collective. Oh, I like that. So, I wanted to leave it a little open because I'm, I'm someone who has a lot of ideas and I, I can't just create one course and put it out there. So this will really be an evolving portal um, where I just add all of these teachings. So I would add the um, from weaponized to mobilized masterclass and and these teachings on on sovereignty and empowerment and yeah. self-leadership through a social justice lens. And I also am going to integrate um, some pieces for other coaches and leaders in this sphere to be more 
conscious and conscious of these justice issues and how they actually interact with the work that we are doing here. And this is really my offering from that background of social justice work and understanding this personal development piece has, you know, that changed my life and to bring those together in a way that is grounded and really directed at creating a more just and equitable world um, instead yeah. of you know disappearing into spiritual the spiritual world and becoming disconnected and re rejecting yeah which is such an easy thing to and not actually being that we i think are here to to make yeah so if people want more of that, they will soon be able to enjoy your membership program, which is super cool. So just Absolutely. make sure to follow Hela so you'll be up to date about when this opens, because uh, that would be super cool. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today, Hela? Hmm. Long pause. Long pause. <laughs> Long pause. Um, I feel com pretty complete in, in what I've shared. I think it's this whole journey of personal development is really yours to create. And, yeah. and there's a lot of voices and there's a lot of leadership out there that, that may tell you that there's one way to do it or that here's a belief to carry and really sticking with that sovereignty and tuning into what's, what's real for you. What yeah. feels really resonant, I think is so important. Um, that's something I've really come to understand as I navigate through all of this is that there are going to be things that feel good and things that don't. And just because some people or a lot of people are following one principle does not mean that you have to as well. Um, it's, it's really about, it's, it is a self-leadership journey and, and finding what is, is yours, your unique path your unique leadership um and that is my <laughs> concluding statement beautiful and so so important i couldn't just say how important this is to so just stay true to yourself and take the parts that resonate and leave everything that doesn't because really mm -hmm. there's so much out there and it is so easy to get overwhelmed and i even tell my coaching clients this like if i like I do a lot of like healing, which they, which really goes into their own inner wisdom. We do these deep meditations and hypnosis, but then there are, sometimes I, we do dive into strategy and, and I will give advice and I really, really press them to just take the bits, like what really feels true to you to do right now. And what doesn't really stick, doesn't stick. And that's fine. You don't have to do like all the steps in the marketing book for instance and also not all the steps in the um spiritual journaling workbook like stuff like that yeah completely yeah i've, I've had some clients come to me with like should i get into crystals should i get into meditation yes, yes. Like, well you tell me like i yeah. i love crystals i don't you know and meditation has helped me immensely but you know we kind of we evolve through this and we find the things that stick and we yeah. also can let them go without and just because we see someone else doing something we see someone else really yeah. loving crystals and essential oils doesn't mean that that's for us and yeah. sometimes there's this pressure 
to to be the most spiritual looking person ever right um, right well, i do the crystals i do the meditation i do the yoga all and the things. yeah all the things all the embodiment uh, you know wild dancing reclaiming all of this and and it's like take again take the pieces that help you and leave all the rest explore it it's fun it's yeah. exciting um but stay true to what is actually helping you yeah and sometimes also a thing might stick for a while it might be helpful for a while and then after a few months or a few weeks or after a couple of years you're like well this practice doesn't really resonate anymore or you've grown out of it or something new has come into your path and then the other way around too you know something that you did years ago that just when you just started on your healing journey or your spiritual path might be very valuable still and might be very very valuable valuable to turn back to every now and again without losing sight of like the basics instead of getting all over yes. the place yeah absolutely yeah thank you Hela, for this beautiful conversation yeah thank you so much for um inviting me on and, and for letting me share my story and um this has been fun it's been great reconnecting Heb je na het horen van dit interview zoiets van, hey, maar ik wil ook mensen helpen met waar ik goed in ben. Mijn inner medicine ontdekken, dat delen met de wereld en er geld mee verdienen. Ja, dat snap ik. En daarom creëerde ik het Medicine Mentorship. Dat is een één op één online mentorship waarin ik je help om jouw inner medicine naar buiten te brengen en daarmee een inkomen te creëren. Klinkt goed? Ga dan naar www.rememberthelight.com. En boek een gratis lightworking session. Dan kijken we daar samen even of het mentorship iets voor jou is op dit moment. Of het bij je past. En hebben we gewoon even gezellig een gesprekje daarover. Dus dan kun je kijken, naar, kun je kijken op www.rememberthelight.com. En daar kun je dus een gratis lightworking session boeken.